that a smoothie? Yeah. What's going on here? The smoothie is the smoothie. same color as your hoodie, which is the same color as your shirt and your glasses. I'm doing the smoothie hoodie boogie. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that reminds me, I in case you say anything clever, I have to write it down. So let me get my phone out here. Which is also the same color. My phone? Is it also red? My pink phone? No, it's a brown. It's in a brown case. Everything. I don't know, maybe there's a a tint. <laughs> you, I'm sorry. There's blood in my eyes. <laughs> I'm sorry. Everything is red. <laughs> I'm just imagining the the, the things in the maison saint. It's also <laughs> being the color of the blood coming from my eyes for spooky uh, Halloween. Yeah. Well, it is spooky. Yeah. It is spooky. Oscar uh, wanted to go at first as a ghost, which is spooky, and then he wanted to go as the car, which is a Toyota Highlander. <laughs> and then we found a kangaroo costume at a thrift store, so he's a kangaroo. Okay. With a very short tail. <laughs> What's wrong with that kangaroo? <laughs> Not a sexy kangaroo? With a human face. <laughs> it's horrible. It's Dr. Calgary hybrid. Uh, so, um, I got a couple things to talk to you about. Um, because I'm typing these uh, these titles on my phone... Uh, it's going to look like I'm texting the entire time okay, we're I talking. You were, I thought perhaps you were. Had a, uh, yeah. I was giving you the space that you needed. No, to, no, no, uh, no. I'm not go- <laughs> I just want you to know I'm going to be very focused on you, uh, even to the extent of, of typing up things that you say on okay. my phone. All right. As long, but, as, I, as, long as we can maintain that, that feeling. I, I'm ditching my phone. I'm, going, I'm, I'm, I'm uh, rehabilitating my flip phone from 10 years ago. Wow, really? And going back to it. <sighs> wow, wow, wow. Do you do you make phone calls? No, but the, the, you need. I suppose the, the very least that you need a phone for now is a phone and a text. Yeah. For emergencies. Yeah. Everything else is just. I mean, I'll have my iPad and my computer, and I'll still be a. Oh yeah. Digital inhabitant, but uh, but I'm on the bus. I wanna I wanna look out the bus windows, and I won't if I have a phone. Walking around. If I walk out of a building, I want to look around, not just quickly see, you know, if I've been awarded the Nobel yet. Yeah, yeah, I understand. Yeah. <laughs> Skipped by me this year, but you know. I'll tell you what I what I don't want to I don't want to do when I'm on the bus, and that's look out the bus window. Because I've I've seen that sight a whole lot of times. But I'm you with know? you about walking around. I I um I do use my phone to listen to podcasts while I walk around. That's the main way that I listen to podcasts. But uh, but I uh, I love having my uh, f- field of vision open and clear to apprehend the beauty of my surroundings or the the fascinating ugliness of my surroundings. Uh, you turned off your own mic, or the oncoming bandits. <laughs> It's good to see the oncoming bandits. Yeah. Um, do you want to hear about my um, bureaucratic snafu slash mystery? I do. So, 
He said, alternating between his smoothie and his coffee. That's right. It's it's only coffee from here on in, though. Yeah. Um, I'm giving a reading this coming week at a uh, community college not far from here. And um, I I expected, as I always do, you know, um, I'm lucky to make a little money for these university readings. And I enjoy doing them. But I never... I never mentally put that money into my budget because you never know when it will arrive. Oh, um, might not come. You're not going to get that check at the at the professionally appointed time, which is at the at the point of service. Yeah, yeah. There's only one place that routinely used to give me my check at the point of service, and that is the Colgate Writers Conference. Um, it didn't happen this year for for random reasons, but um, but I got it out like a week later. That the director of the conference would, before the week is even over, hands me yeah. a check. Yeah. Take, he has it in his hand, and he puts it into my hand, and I have the money when I get home. It's great. Nice. But it's very unusual. So I did not budget, put this money into my mental budget, and I figured it's going to be weeks, if not months. When I gave a reading at my alma mater of Penn. It took four months for me to get paid. Four and months. It, yeah, it turns out like th- that someone um, meant to do it before uh, winter break, uh, and they forgot. They just yeah, they sat have... on, sat on this person's desk for a month well, and a half. John, they had some other stuff to do. They had other stuff to do. You know, um, there was that thing they had, and then you remember <laughs> that whole business, and yeah. then uh, you know it was holiday, and then. Uh, uh, I mean, then you didn't, you know, you had that one part you didn't do. I mean, it turns <laughs> out you had done it, but, you know, had you really done it? You know. Yeah. It's always something is what I'm saying. It's always so, something. So, I, I uh, with a week and a half to go on this, uh, on before this, I'm giving this reading uh, next week. I get this email, and it's part of a huge, long email chain between two people I'd never heard of. Not not the woman who set up the reading and who I've been in, um, uh, in contact with. It is uh, some kind of uh, uh, office worker or a financial person or accountant who is processing the, the, the payment or will be processing the payment when it's issued. So they have everything wrong. And they're talking to each other in this email chain about all the stuff they have wrong. My name is spelled wrong. How do they misspell your name? <laughs> L-E-N-N-A-N. Lenan. They're like, never, we try... Never, a, a combination of letters I've never seen before. No, of course not. And they're, and they're like, we're sending him the, his, these emails. He's not responding. They're, they're bouncing back because they're being sent to J. Robert Lenan uh-huh. at et cetera, et cetera. And... Uh, then they figure that out, and I don't know why they would have forwarded me this entire chain. I think I think it was passive aggressive. I think one By of them, accident. one of them yeah. was angry at the other, and yeah. wanted wanted me to know that this person had messed up. So then there's a question of my address because I've moved recently, and they needed to know what my address was. Oh, and they also were going to try to pay me, and they were trying to set up a vendor account for me. It's a New York State thing, I guess. Since they are a New York State institution, and they said he already has a vendor account, but it has the uh, it has the wrong address, and I interject. Yep, I I just moved. Here's my new address. And they're like, well, we can't change that. You have to change that. You're the vendor. And I said, 
I don't know what a vendor number is. I've never had one. I've never signed up for a vendor account in New York State. I must have got paid by a university to do something, a state university to do something at some point in the past 20 years, and I was given a vendor number because that's what you have to do. So what they're saying is they set up the they set it up unless I've already done something, then I have to change it even though I wasn't the one who set it up to begin with. Right. So all I could do was I go to, I could get into my tax information portal and I changed my address to my current address. And I wrote back and said, well, I did that. Will that do it? Why don't you check and see if it's changed on your end? And she said, oh, well, it takes at least a week to for the change to for us to see the change, which it's all computers, my friend. Yeah, it doesn't take a week. It can't possibly take a week. It's just... It took a week when that person started the job 20 years ago. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I think you're right. Now, now that person just feels it's a matter of decorum to wait a week. Rather than an actual technological necessity, it's part of the ritual of de- deferring to the bits as they... of letting you know just where you stand is what the ritual is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Letting the vendor know where he or she stands. Yeah. <laughs> it's a complicated ritual. So uh, I said, "Fine, I'll." You know, I'm not going to worry about it. A couple of days later, that is to say, yesterday, I open oh. up my mailbox. And there is an envelope in there from the place where I'm going to be reading on Wednesday. And it has been forwarded from my old address. And I open it up, and there's a check in there. It's payment for my reading that I haven't given yet. Yeah. I'm delighted. So, You're no longer, no, no longer necessarily obligated to attend. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, I wrote to – I sent an email to the two people in the chain – Plus, the woman who is organizing my reading, and I said, hey, thanks. I've, I'm sure this was a mistake that I've been paid in advance, but I promised to show up on Wednesday, um, and I appreciate it. This is the quickest I've ever been paid for anything. And uh, You should not have, you shouldn't have sent that, probably. Well, here's what... the thing. Here's the thing. I would have cashed this thing, uh-huh. and then somebody would have said that they – yeah, but then what? What? I, what was I going to do? Give the money back? I should. I would have just said that's your problem. You're the one who sent me the damn thing. I should have just cashed it. But I, I sent that email, and then they were all like, "Whoa, whoa!" The first person said, "I don't recognize the names in that and the other names in this email chain." And I was like, "Well," and it's and one of them has a Binghamton, one of them has a Binghamton uh, email address, and. I said, well, maybe it just all, it's a state thing. Maybe it all get processed through. And uh, the organizer was like, oh, okay, okay, sure. And then the, the, the office people say, no, don't do that. Let me look into this. Send me a scan of the check. So I scanned the check and sent it. And I get, <laughs> I'm going to read you, I'm going to read you the email that I got this morning. Very, very simple, very straightforward. That's not ours. It must be for another reading. It's got the name of the college right on it. I have never been to this <laughs> college. I've never been to this town before. Or, have, or haven't you? Yeah. <laughs> so I got accidentally paid in advance by somebody... Presumably, yeah. this they didn't even recognize the name of the person who signed the check. 
it's yeah. it's signed in pen. It's not like automatically stamped or something with a with yeah. some random entity. It's got it's got a human signature on it with a ballpoint pen. So you tell me what has happened. I believe that you addressed this sort of thing in one of your novels where <laughs> Suddenly, you're living in a different, uh, just a slightly, a slightly enough different world for there to be uh, opportunity for bureaucratic slip-ups. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because you're not really you anymore, John. Well, was, was it was it was it uh, was it addressed to J. Robert Lennon Prime? <laughs> no, oh, it's addressed or to J. Robert Lennon. Lennon, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Well, that's that's there's no there's there's never going to be any answer to that. But I would cash it um and buy something very very uh um dangerous with that with that money. I don't know, man. I don't think I can cash it. A crystal or uh, some quantity of black sand or something. <laughs> yeah. A dagger. Uh, an amulet. I think you need to buy an amulet with that money and wear it. And someday I'll need it to kill Lennon Prime when he steps steps through yeah. from the other world. Yeah. Yeah, a jade dagger. A glass knife. Yeah, okay. There you go. <laughs> uh, perfect. Yeah. What's new with you? Jill's what? making chili downstairs, and this the the smell of the uh, toasted uh, uh, chili pepper is, and the garlic that she's cutting is 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 wafting through the house. That's that's very pleasant. Quite pleasantly, yeah. Uh, what are you going as tomorrow? Oh, I'm I'm myself not masking tomorrow. I I will be going as the attendant to the kangaroo. <laughs> okay. The the kangaroo's casually dressed attendant, his friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His kind of supervisor type, and that's what we're doing. All right, eating chili and uh, trick or treating with a human kangaroo hybrid. Yeah, yeah. Halloween's on Mondays are uh, that's the worst day to have a Halloween or a birthday. Yeah, you know. Last night, uh, just stayed home. Uh, um, at about 10 o'clock, I, Oscar was finally asleep, so I went to make some groceries and uh, needed some coffee. Uh, oh, but they had the good coffee at the QFC. They had Zoka coffee from Seattle, which they're having there, which is a good a good Seattle coffee I haven't mm. seen down here. In Portland, Portland has good coffee. We've got the best coffee. Sure, you have we good have, We have the best coffee. We got Stumptown, which is good, but sometimes you want some... I want something different in every. I want every cup of coffee to taste different. Okay. So I was glad to see Zoka. Um, and uh, one of my one of my students from the community college was there, Kyle. Yeah. Who go, goes by the rap name of Sushi. Uh-huh. Uh Was was there, uh, running things late night at the at the QFC. But um, so it's a Saturday night before Halloween, and, and almost everybody there is you know under. 30 and buying beer for their party that they're going to mm-hmm. and is in costume. Right. Everybody at the QFC is in costume. And I didn't understand most of the costumes. Did not oh, understand them. Really? Didn't understand them. Neither did I th- do I assume 
did the uh, the the costumers, uh, the costume people, I think, uh, were it was it was all just uh, montages of uh, funny looking things that were in their closet. Yeah, uh, it was like a it's like a dress up montage, um, all at once, like the new descending a staircase. <laughs> combined combined with the transformation montage to music. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. it's all in one image, all of all of all of that. That's just a pretty good costume. It'd be hard to explain. You'd have to bring a brochure and uh, uh someone from the humanities. There'd have to be a humanities party. How to understand your Duchamp Halloween. Um so everywhere every time I, but every time I turned around, because I, I myself I mean I'm, I'm old and i'm not i wasn't going to a halloween party and so i was not in halloween party <laughs> mode and so every time no. i turned down an aisle there would be a um an oddly dressed fellow or group of people um one one time i i, I was uh i was i was trying to find some printer paper which of course they don't have at the qfc but we're out of it i thought they might have some and so i i turned to ask someone for help because my, my old student kyle was at the front of the store yeah. uh, because the person i was i was i was going to ask looked like they worked there they said no i'm just dressed like i work here <laughs> and i'm not sure whether they were telling me the truth or lying but I didn't press the matter. Yeah. Um, I think that they were costumed like they worked somewhere, but the way that she phrased it was that she was just dressed like she worked there at that particular but she wasn't, food center. She wasn't in a QFC employee costume. She just happened to look vaguely like she's an employee there. Yeah. Unintentionally. Yeah. yeah. But as part of a costume that was for something else i think a lot of these costumes were group costumes they may if, if you could get everybody together it would make sense yeah but because like the other people were still at the party or were going to the party and this was someone was on their way and picking up some beer or were running out to get some beer because they'd run out of beer um they were without without context and without contour yeah did uh, you do you recall i have a memory of being i think it was at a missoula party of two people um, who together were dressed as the internet in like 1996 or so. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, it would, it would have been 90, even before that, maybe <clears throat> 95, 94. 95, yeah. But it was uh, the they they had a they were just basically just garlanded with LED lights mm. that they were managing to power from a battery um, somehow. Yeah. I think I remember that. I wish I'd like to go. Some Halloween I'd like to go as as Windows ninety five. Yeah, sure. Wouldn't that be great? You could do the you little. Just, you just uh, get your old Windows ninety five costume out of the closet, and yeah. uh, so what would it be? You'd, you'd have to. You'd have your. You'd have your grassy knoll and your blue sky and your cloud. Yeah. You'd have your your garbage can. You'd have your start button. Yeah. Oh, you mean the Windows ninety five screen? Yeah. 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 Yeah, I mean, how uh, else would you evoke Windows ninety five in a costume? You could get the sound. You could you could rig up the, the little Brian Eno. Um, Paw. What was, that, was <laughs> yeah. that the sound? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that yeah. exactly it? Did you think that I was actually playing the sound just now? <laughs> yes, you've been practicing for your your Win, your Win ninety five costume. It's clear. Do you remember the Windows ninety five launch? I remember a lot of white people being very excited. Oh, they were it. so excited. And they were so excited that some of them almost untucked their polo shirts. 
from <laughs> from their dockers. Uh, yeah, I do vaguely remember it. Um, that was before I was. I'm much more technology aware now. I guess everybody is aware now. I actually kind of care about my computer and my phone. Um, but in those days, I I wasn't quite as focused on it. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I, I don't know about the group costume. I feel like, uh, I, you know, I'm happy to be, I'm happy to be lashed to another in other ways, but I kind of want my Halloween costume. If I'm, if I'm forced to wear one to be, uh, independent of, of others, I don't want to be off in a, I don't want to be, I don't want to be, uh, coming out of the bathroom and finding someone standing in line for the bathroom wondering what the hell I am. And the answer is I'm nothing. I'm nothing without yeah. my group. Nothing with nothing without the uh yeah. Yeah. Clearly I'm the uh, uh I'm the the L in Clive Cussler. Well <laughs> 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 are you are, are, I'm, I'm trying to imagine what people might do as a group costume. They might go as the word Clive Cussler. <laughs> and so you'd need, you know, 10 or so people um, to pull that off. What a, what a, uh, up to the, and, and, and maybe, up, up to the minute <laughs> reference there. Maybe it's funny because the party you're going to is a, a bunch of, uh, you know, aficionados of submarine dramas. Um, but at the, at the QFC, I'm the L. I'm the L and Clive Cussler. I'm... <laughs> but you seem to just be wearing tights. And and uh, I don't even see the L. I just kind of see the stem. It's like, well, I'm I'm part of the L. Yeah. <laughs> it's see the whole office. My dog is the stem, and I, I and and I. Yeah. He's tied the dog's up outside. In the car. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, the actually <laughs> one one costume of mine. That I thought of and executed very quickly, uh, as as all every costume I've ever had. Because when I'm going to a Halloween party, I'm in denial. I don't want a, don't want to dress up. I don't like to dress up in a costume. Don't like to think of a costume. Um, but this time, and this was a Missoula party, I came as a um, an Allen wrench. Yeah, and I just made um, a, a like a hexagonal cylindrical thing out of cardboard and i spray painted it black and i strapped it to my head so that it just stuck out from behind and then i dressed all in black that's pretty good yeah yeah, yeah. do you know the allen wrench was named was named after allen ginsburg i i hope so i wish so he thought he thought it was gonna change the world yeah but it turns out it's just another tool as, as we know the James Schuyler wrench became the Schuyler wrench is more Schuyler wrench became more popular. skinny. It's the standard. Yeah, yeah. skinny, but uh, um, it's only incomprehensible. If, <laughs> it's, it's only comprehensible if you if you read it aloud. Um, oh, <laughs> like, the, like the Ashbury wrench. Yeah. Well, it's it's difficult. Like when you have the Ashbury wrench, it uh, it makes perfect sense. But when you put it down, you uh, you can't remember what you were using it for. <laughs> <laughs> very good uh, so at the, at the qfc so this because this is portland um 
there were a lot of you know young people conducting their their vivid social lives um but there were also um a lot of crazy people and junkies at a 24-hour grocery store yeah um and and it was hard to tell who was who this place sounds hopping it was hopping it was hopping you know it was late so they closed one of the doors which seems like it you know they have like two doors but you know it's after like nine o'clock they close one of the doors for security <laughs> yeah, it's that, easier to monitor but that right. sort of seems like uh right. sort of just you know bringing the making the party a little bigger you know yeah. it's like a special thing yeah but nine o'clock we're closing one of the doors be here i don't know man it feels to me like you're there are fewer ways for people to leave. Yeah. Well, one guy. One door. So, so I said it's hard to tell who's who was in costume and who was um, dangerously insane. Yeah. Um, because dangerously insane is a popular Halloween costume. <laughs> yeah. Right? Well, I'm crazy. Yeah. Ooh, look at me. There's blood coming out of my ear. But there's also a certain population in Portland where blood's just coming out of your ear all the time. <laughs> Every day, that's your thing, you know. Yeah, um, it's your flair. So as I was leaving, this was, was one guy was, uh, was 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 on a bicycle, and uh, there was a pumpkin pumpkin display outside, mm-hmm. and the guy decided that he was furious at pumpkins, and he started swearing at the pumpkins and started kicking them, <laughs> and uh, and they started rolling all over the parking lot because they oh, roll no. because that's how pumpkins roll. <laughs> um. Because they're, they're kind of heavy, and because of some of the principles of thermodynamics, once they get going. <laughs> no, thank you for explaining that. Yeah, <laughs> once they get once I can't remember which one, but once once a pumpkin <laughs> starts rolling, it keeps rolling for a while. Yeah, you know, if it's on its side and it's got enough mass and enough I think of an that's incline. Schrodinger's it's Schrodinger's gourd. It's the uh, Heisenberg. <laughs> that's right. Heisenberg. Schrodinger's gourd season, motherfuckers. <laughs> Heisenberg's uncertainty fruit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you never know where it's going to go. Yeah. But they were going all over the parking lot. So then I was trying to, to navigate uh, a moving um, field of <laughs> of animated pumpkins and trying not to run one over because uh, it's this, you know, one tries to. With your car, model, you mean? With my car, yeah, as yeah. I'm trying to exit the, the, the parking lot. And one, one tries to model some modicum of behavior for for one's students and, and so i know that my my student kyle sushi yeah the rapper is inside and he's like seems to be the manager for the night and he's gonna have to deal with these pumpkins and maybe look at look at the video <laughs> later yeah. and see his composition instructor <laughs> <laughs> smashing pumpkins all over the, the QFC parking lot. Yeah, that would not be good. Seemingly for fun, because he wouldn't be able to see the the um, you know his his math instructor on the bike uh, having a, a psychotic breakdown and kicking them all, <laughs> scattering them. Oh, that's a plot twist. Yeah, it's all it's all t- it's teachers all the way down. Yeah. <laughs> Might be. Oh, so, so was was Kyle in costume because? He's he's got another layer. He already has an alter ego as sushi. I, I have a sense that Kyle is was was in costume, uh, dressed as like a uh, um, you know, like a person in his young twenties who's responsible and holding down a job. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was his costume. <laughs> yeah, that's a weird one for sure. Yeah, but uh, but he he uh, got me. I got my coffee. I got a, I got a, a couple of beers. Yeah, they have nice beer selection because it's Portland. Good. 
um, uh, Bowie beer, which is they're brewed out in uh, uh, in Astoria, Oregon. Bowie IPA, one of my favorites yeah. right now, and uh, Ecliptic Gigantic, um, which is a a milk stout. And I drank the milk stout beer and watched uh, Luke Cage last night um, on the Netflix. I uh, I want to know what a milk stout is. I've seen the term. Don't know what characterizes it from a, a normal stout. They add milk sugar. Mm-hmm. Now I'm not quite sure what milk sugar is. Oh, okay. So a little bit of milk. I just add milk. It, there's actual milk in it. You're saying? I think they add milk that has been um, demilked. <sighs> yeah, that's not in danger of of uh, turning. Maybe. Uh, okay. Maybe it's, maybe it's dehydrated. It's the, and it's the Bailey's Irish cream of beers. Yeah. Has That's a their slogan. But not sour. Yeah. Yeah. Very sweet. It's a very sweet, good Saturday night, stay up till midnight beer by uh, yourself. A big red chair watching yeah. television. You and I have been having very similar, very similar life experiences, I must say. I've been watching a lot of television. Yeah. Playing a lot of video games. Oh, um, video! Yeah, I played a wonderful game called Journey. I'm a little late to the Journey party. It was a PS3 game, and uh, not the I, Atari 2600 Journey. <laughs> no, no, it's 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 it uh, shares a little. It's got a little adventure DNA in it, though. Uh huh. Um, in which you you're you're playing. I'm not, I I will go. I could go on boringly about this game for an hour, so I'm not going to. But um, suffice it to say that you're you're going on a desert adventure. You're looking for things, um, you're avoiding obstacles, you're solving little mysteries, uh, but mostly you're just enjoying this beautiful environment um, in which you can f- uh, f- use a very long scarf that you're wearing to fly, nice. you can slide down sand dunes um, surrounded by strange creatures, um, and eventually you have to scale a mountain. Uh, so there's there's a lot of... It's sort of influenced by Middle Eastern and Native American iconography in a kind of subtle, non-cheesy way, and uh, it's incredibly fun. Plus, it's interact. You interact with other other people out in the world, um, who you're, whom you're meeting while playing, and they're totally anonymous, and um, you can only communicate by singing them little musical notes. It's uh, it's lovely. Nice. So, so I, I played a zillion times until I got my uh, my white robe, and. Uh, been watching Halt and Catch Fire, uh, which is a TV series about the early years of the computing industry. It takes uh. place in the early 80s, and it's early 80s. I actually think it's early 80s evocation is maybe better than Stranger Things. Um, really? Yeah, because it's it's backgrounded a bit. It's not. It's a little less pleased with itself. Um, However, it's <laughs> I think it's a less compelling show than Stranger Things. The actors are really good. Um but th- every all the characters there's lots of shouting at each other and smashing things. People overreact to everything and they and they every, every little insult there's a betray is a horrible betrayal and people close slam doors and shout at each other and storm out of offices and I don't remember the 80s being like that at all. I remember the early 80s being like, ah, maybe the 70s will last forever. But we won't have to care about anything. We're just going to grow our beards long and we're going to and then suddenly we we got we got wall streeted. 
1983 was the end of the 70s. Yeah, yeah. 83, I think. I think it was the turn. I don't know why. I just do. I'll walk into some place and feel this is very 1983. Yeah. On yeah, the on the on the brink, uh, you mean? On the brink. Something from 1983 has has a, a, a memory of of the 60s and 70s, um, but belongs to um, the 80s and 90s. I guess this show is about that transition. Yeah. Um, there's a little bit of wood. There's a little bit of plastic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. People are still fucking. But they're dying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and I've been uh, watching Westworld um, using my friend's uh, HBO ID. Very, it, do, I have, do I have to watch it? It looks like a looks like a looks like a schlep. No, oh, it's really good. Yeah, really good. Good writing. Good acting. Um, no, you Brenner. No, um, I never saw the original movie, but I believe it's Anthony Hopkins who's in the. Who might be in the? What was the Yul Brenner role? Was he the mastermind guy? Cowboy. Oh, he's the cowboy. Robot. Yeah. Uh, uh, no, he's it, it, that's somebody else. That's somebody else. I think of it as very tedious because it was one of the first books without pictures that I tried to read. Because <laughs> I read I read Congo. Oh, by uh, Michael Crichton. By Michael Crichton, yeah. And uh, liked it. I read it mostly in the back of uh, the station wagon on a trip to uh, the Ozarks. That year you, you uh, went out on Halloween as the R in Michael Crichton. <laughs> right. I was. Well, I was the tallest. Yeah. Um, and then I, I thought, oh, maybe I'll read something else by this guy. So I read Westworld, and it was uh, uh, boring to a 10-year-old. Yeah. Might have been boring to an adult, too. I Yeah. You know, I'm not gonna. St- I'm not gonna sit here and sing the praises of Michael Crichton for you. No, very tall, very tall man. Really, six foot nine. Really? Yeah, it's tall. It's an inch taller than FBI Director James Comey. Comey's tall too. Comey's six eight. Oh God, don't don't get me going on that shit. So is Charles Olson. Olson, I knew. I'm only six six. That's still pretty tall, friend. Yeah, but it makes me feel inadequate. What? what compared to Charles Olson? Yeah, anyone anyone taller than me. Just whenever hearing, <laughs> hearing about people taller than me makes me feel short. Whenever uh whenever someone praises your work, Ed, I read your new book, it's wonderful. You say, I'll never be as tall as Charles Olson. No. no. no Can I what I do? I've, I I I just want to say, just want to just want to interject here. For the for the public record, your new book that you've you sent me a copy of this week, yeah, is fucking great. Oh, I love it. So, I love it. I mean, I love your first two books. I've returned to them many times. Um, they're very different from each other, and both very good. But this book seems to me to synthesize so many parts of your personality and aesthetic. Um, in such a pleasing way, I feel like it's a it's an important book in your career, and um, I I have to imagine one of the one of the best books of poetry that's going to have come out this year. I I love it. Looks good, doesn't it? They looks, made a nice nice job of the cover. All those Ty- flamingos. Typesetting, book design is great. Everything is everything just looks lovely. So this is yeah. run, run the red lights by 
Ed Skoog. Yeah. Uh, do you like the collage? Oh, which is also uh, dedicated to John. Dedicated to you. Well, it's to Jill yeah. and Oscar and then also. Yeah, and also me. As an afterthought. Yeah, I, I uh, did, J. Robert Lennon. It's exactly it's exactly the uh, faint praise that I gave to you for the funnies. I <laughs> yeah. dedicated to some other people and also you. <laughs> yeah, you too. Yeah, yeah. no, yeah. I I could not be happier. I'm overjoyed. But you'll recall last episode, you you made me uh, shed a tear when you told me it was dedicated. To uh, I know. Well, yeah, okay. it was wonderful to see. And um, I will say, I will always miss um, to keep us all crisp. <laughs> I, I definitely know. I definitely know why it's not in the book. Like, uh, like I, I think it's like a, it's it's a king of Sweden. Like, yeah, flight yeah of it fancy. was in there till the very till the very end. Where the last things I did with the book was was take that poem out because it yeah. just didn't. It, it gave me great pleasure to have it in there, but it didn't quite didn't quite fit. Yeah, the earlier version of the book that I read was a was also good, but a different kind of book. And this one is kind of refined and refocused in a way that I think improves the book. But I just want to say that, that poem remains. That will always be very uh, <laughs> important to me. Um, but yeah, uh, it's great. So everyone should go and get it. And the collage arrived? Yeah, I told you. The col- I got the collage. It's great. It's, it's sitting here. You are, you're in a little cluster of Lou Beach collages. Oh, very good. Yeah. Well, he's, he's the greater maker. Yeah, um, well, yeah, he, has, he has a better cut. He has a better cut. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, your rough edges are very uh, appealing, and I actually the uh, it's got uh, it's got rows of cassettes in it, and of course, I I, th- I thought of it as a companion piece to uh, are they cassettes? Well, what are they? No, I'm looking. I'm looking from here. I can't see. Make them out. What are they? Eight tracks. Eight track. Eight tracks. Eight tracks. Eight tracks. I was thinking of Grateful Dead tapes when I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Joe was very reluctant to let that one go. Oh, really? Was it hanging yeah. in your house? Uh, well, no. I they were they were just they were just uh, um, on the floor in the art room. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, um, I put some of them in frames, and suddenly they you put something in a frame, it looks better. You know? Yeah, I know. I know it does. I let you huh? you you talk shit about your frame, but I left it uh, left it in there. Yeah, just a little two dollar IKEA frame. Yeah, and I like how the the uh, uh, the eight tracks kind of go outside the. Slightly outside the frame of the, it's really yeah. good. It's really good. Yeah. So it's a winter scene. Yes, I know. It's a winter they're, scene. There's there's frolicking. If it seems on. inappropriate, comes spring. I can give. I'll send you a summer, uh, a summer one to put up. Are we? It'd be, uh, like, it'd be like Japanese scrolls. You sort of, you know, yeah. put one up for each season or each month. You know. Is this? Am I now? Have I gotten myself onto a subscription service? You may have. You may have. Yeah. Yeah. I've been doing watercolors lately, though. Really? Yeah. Keep, keep Instagramming these. I I I, enjoy, I really enjoy it when you're uh, when I one of your one of your artworks pops up on my feed. Maybe I will. I've been. Uh, um, I don't know my Instagram. Uh, I I've, I've deleted it from my my phone because I was uh, looking at it too much and, and taking too many pictures. So I putting the brakes on it what what is what is with this too what's with this too much i th- i don't think you're putting up too many pictures oh i think i think once i i think it's civilized to, to throw something up there once every few days okay sure yeah i could even i can even get behind though i don't do it i can even get behind someone who puts up a picture every day but every day is fine too here's here's something i don't like. i love to see everybody's pictures don't get me wrong i love seeing everybody's pictures but if i see three or four of somebody's like in an hour i'm like eh. yeah i don't like that either i Especially, get it you're bored 
You're bored. <laughs> I, I, I have I've unfollowed a few people because of the, a child's birthday party that they posted seven or eight in rapid succession. Because right. what happens when people go to an event and then they take a lot of pictures yeah. uh, and then they, in repose later, they just one by one stick them on Instagram. And me, I don't follow a ton of people. I'm scrolling along and it's like over and over and over and over and over and over the same thing. That's mm-hmm. not fun. But yeah. I always thought that you were quite judicious with your Instagram. Oh, I try. I try. Yeah. So if, you're, if you took it off your phone and you're not going to have a... You're not going to have a. I don't have it phone. on my iPad. I have a phone and an iPad, John. There's no Instagram on the iPad, though. There is now. Since when? I don't know. Uh, like a couple months ago. Oh, okay. Yeah, maybe without much fanfare. All right, good. I because yeah. I because I think the iPad is a <laughs> is a uh, good place to look at Instagram, and I was it always bewildered me that there wasn't one. I don't know why. It's just so much better for pictures. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um. So uh, I. I had a had a I had a sort of an interesting dining experience. Yeah, I want to tell you about. You ready? You for didn't go. You you you. We both uh, skipped the uh, electric literature ball. Yeah, yeah. I didn't. I didn't go this year. Yeah. I had just spent a bunch of time in New York and went to the. I went to the uh, Brooklyn Book Fest. Uh-huh. Um, but, saw uh huh. But saw some good costumes. Well, on, on the, the on the internet, on the, the public uh, public sharing platforms. Oh yeah. Like what? Kelly Luce is some sort of uh, Japanese anime deer monster. Oh, it's pretty good. Yeah, I would like to see that. Yeah, I'll have to. I haven't. I haven't. I haven't looked at the pictures. But so you had a local dining experience? Uh, no, I, it was in Hartford. I told you I was going to Hartford. Hartford, Connecticut. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, thought I was going to go on the um, the Wall Stevens Walk. Um. And I texted you to tell you that I was yeah. doing this, and you responded, "It's a silly walk." It's a silly walk. Uh, yeah. And uh, I have to say, didn't didn't even get to it. We really? uh, went to the part of town where it was, and just there was nowhere to park. And then realized, looking at the my map, what where I would be walking, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and consulted with my companion, and we agreed we're not we don't want to walk there. Yeah. So. Uh, we turned to Yelp. Uh, tried to find a place. The person I was with has has uh, more dietary restrictions than I do. We looked to look for a place that would satisfy us both. Found this place called the Pond House Cafe. So named because it's on a pond in a park. Um, definitely a kind of a very. <clears throat> wedding friendly kind of environment. Okay. And uh the I'll 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 say in advance for this place the food was surprisingly good. I had a delicious sandwich uh and uh, we were totally satisfied with the with the with the food. But it's one of these places where every little accepted bit of restaurant vocabulary is examined and questioned. So the menu is not printed on a piece of paper. Oh. Each is it on oh good. It no no ask. 
I was going to ask first if it was on bark. Then I was going to ask if maybe it was on another thing of food that was not itself on the menu. You get a basket of tortilla chips, and each tortilla chip has printed on it a menu item. Yeah. And you signal which one you want by eating the chip. Or melon slices, and they're branded in. (laughs) No, nothing so exciting as that. it's it's individual iPads. Everyone gets an iPad. Oh. In a with two caveats. I don't know why that makes my heart sink. Oh, it's dreadful. It's dreadful. That is so much money. The hygiene. Oh God, yes. So everyone gets an iPad. The iPads are in absurdly sturdy cases. So you're essentially getting a tiny briefcase. Um. They're the old iPads with the non-retina screen. The screen is too dim to read outdoors, and we were sitting outdoors. Um, the screens are all broken and cracked. Uh, the app that runs the menu software is terrible, so the menu layout is bad. Um, the text is running off the side of the screen, and you can't close that you can't close that app and enjoy the the more appealing parts of the ipad right you know you can't go play a video game you yeah uh so the, they're they're taking a like a 400 hundred dollar device and using it just so people can look at text yeah and it's uh it's just so depressing oh. Oh, but do you uh, can you order from the? From, no. Do you order from the menu? No. <laughs> you, oh, so you don't even. You don't even. <laughs> no, you don't order from the menu. <laughs> so they still they still come around. They have these iPods, and they still come around and say, uh, "Oh, so have you looked at the menu? What, yeah. what is it that you would like, sir?" Yeah, it's because almost the point should be that you have that, and then you press the the button, and you get it. Yeah, I mean the only interactivity. <laughs> That's the assumption. That I yeah. Like. No, no, you don't order from it. You you still have to. It's they treat it just like a paper menu. It's just a four hundred dollar iPad in an extremely. <laughs> thick I'm, case. I'm opposed. I'm opposed to getting an iPad and ordering from the iPad. Yeah. Right. But I'm opposed to what happened to you for an entirely different, oh, different set of reasons. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. the f- the former is uh is eliminating some of the interpersonal pleasures of a restaurant. I mean, some people yeah. would say the interpersonal horrors of a restaurant. I I, I like interacting yeah. with a waiter or waitress. Um, I think most people do. Um, so I'm glad for that. But it's just so that the superfluity of this thing is just so ob- obscene. I love I, it. I can't, I, can't, I can't even. So the only way you interact with it is to select different menus. And each each category of food is under a different submenu. So you have to poke the submenu. And all the submenus are not visible on the screen. You have to scroll the bar of submenus. And, you know, comparing this to a you know, an 11 by 17 piece of cardstock yeah. where you just, everything is right there. You, your yeah. eye travels freely about it and you can, it doesn't matter what category things are in. The categories are an afterthought. You just, yeah. you pick the food that you want to eat. Uh, so this was irritating. Um, so I ordered a cup of coffee and my sandwich, and some french fries. And the coffee came in a mug, a very strange-looking mug. Yeah. That had, uh, the handle was kind of like a, 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 a Mobius ribbon. Oh, you sent me a photo of this. I sent you a photo of it. puzzled over it, yeah. And I realized that if you want to 
hook your fingers through the handle as you as you might with a mug. Yeah. You can only do it with your right hand. It's one of the pleasures of the mug. Yeah. Only with yeah. your right hand. You yeah. and I usually drink coffee with my left hand as I as I'm now demonstrating to you. Are you you're left-handed? I'm left-handed and person. um so they've taken the most universally useful implement <laughs> and they have halved its utility. Yeah. Um coffee is perfectly good. Then I got uh the, <laughs> then I got the uh the silverware. I unwrapped the silverware from the napkin and the fork is the same way. It's curved so that if you're left-handed, it's extremely uncomfortable to hold. It's ergonomically designed for a right-handed person. I love it. Luckily, I wasn't eating anything. I ate a little salad with a fork, but but yeah. mo- my sandwich and my french fries I could eat with my fingers. So they've made the fork, which I think we can agree has been perfected. They've made the fork. Although a, a recent development. <laughs> okay. Right? The fork is only, I think, uh, um... 1600s maybe but that's you know 1500s as technology it's enough time it's enough time yeah since you've you've read the that henry petrosky book right that there's all kinds of like proto forks he talks about the evolution of the fork but you're you're right so it it, you know as a standard standardized uh, thing people would at the time that our our chins began to recede or (laughs) move forward as a result yeah uh the ketchup Instead of giving you like a big red thing of ketchup, they gave us this tiny little, tiny little things. It's almost like I recognize the bottles the, because Rian like a used, tiny tiny Heinz's. Yeah, no, it doesn't have a label on it. It's been huh. it's been decanted into these things. <laughs> um, and I I recognize the bottles as like the bottles that uh, dye comes in. Um, uh, Rian used to used uh-huh. to dye, dye wool with these little bottles. They're about three inches tall. Uh-huh. Three inches tall. That's what the ketchup is in. Two people yeah. both ordered French fries. There's no way that's enough ketchup. Uh, yeah. So it's like a, cap- a capsule. Then they deliver ketchup. it. It's a plastic bottle. They deliver it on a warmed square of slate. <laughs> I sent you a photo of this. Yeah, I didn't see the slate, nor did I I feel its warmth. The slate has been warmed, and we had this debate about this, like, could it be that that, that, maybe it's just fresh out of the dishwasher, Um, but could it be that they're intentionally warming it, that that's part of the presentation? And, of course, we ran out of ketchup almost immediately. Yeah. Um, And the final insult was the French fries came in um, a miniature frying basket. But it's a frying basket that's it's like the little it it's like the little handle that comes on a on a a bottle of uh, maple syrup the vestigial yeah ha- handle it's yeah. just this sort of a sort of vague skeuomorphic gesture to remind you that there used to be such a thing as a jug of syrup yeah um, it's like that it's a except a deep fryer basket that is too small ever to have been used to deep fry anything. Because it, it has like a little nub of a handle. Uh, well, the handle's long enough, but the basket itself is is quite tiny. There, it uh-huh. was clearly designed for serving 
clearly designed for uh, whimsically serving French fries. Or, or decoration. It yeah. Like things, things that would, you might put on a wall yeah. instead of on a table. So and the to and to and to knit it all together this place has the most enormous halloween display i have ever seen at a, at something that was not specifically a halloween themed theme park uh-huh. it it's there had to be 75 plastic skeletons full size human skeletons yeah arranged in like these uh little tableaus in which you know there you know skeletons taking selfies you know skeletons doing skeletons doing things that mm-hmm. that the that ordinary people ordinary living people would be assumed to be doing um, so day, day day of the dead sort of idea That's yes, a lot but, of the day of the dead but a little more stephen millhousery <laughs> oh yeah Yes. Yeah, yeah. Stephen Milhauser Day of the Dead. That's yeah. exactly what the, the aesthetic yeah. was. Um, but we're sitting there eating our sandwiches and there's like a zombie man. There's like a, a just you know, there's a big central um pot of f- uh, flowers and bushes and, and greenery. Um and there's a there's a dead guy like looming over the looming over the uh over our table. It was a very, very Sounds strange. Like this, this, your story makes me furious. <laughs> it was whimsy run amok. <laughs> it makes me furious. Oh God! For so many reasons, I can't. I hope. I hope I get to go there someday. Yeah, me too. I, I, I recommend it. It's nice to be. It's nice to have the pleasure of getting angry at a restaurant and then yeah. actually uh, enjoying the eating part. Yeah. So. This is Hartford, Connecticut. Hartford pond Can- Cafe. The Pond House Cafe, yeah. Pond and House. And you, you can take a lovely walk around the grounds of the park as well. Yeah. it's I can't remember the name of the park that it's on, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Madness Park. Anyway, this whole... Um, this whole uh, experience reminded me of a website that I like called We Want Plates. Have you ever seen this? No. We Want Plates okay. is... Uh, Hold on, I'll send you the send you the link. All right. Um, it's a I think it's a British site. Oh, here we go again. How do I send a file? Do I hit the plus? No. Come on, Skype. There we go. There we go. There's a little thing there. All right. There we go. We want plates. I could have just told you it's wewantplates.com. <laughs> you you've you've landed on it. Yeah, yeah, I mean it's it's just we want plates. Yeah. It's we want plates dot com. And uh it it's a it's a website that collects um food S- restaurants S- where food is being served in or upon thing things that are not supposed to be. Just ridiculous. <sighs> Candy floss on a horse's head. There's one. Yes, but that but that I, I can't imagine that they didn't they don't know about spicy pony head. <laughs> You know, remember Spicy Pony? <laughs> yeah, head, right? sure. The funniest, sure. the funniest thing I know of is yeah. Spicy Pony Head by the Casper Hauser yeah, yeah. comedy group. And here we have a a, a pony with uh, cotton candy on his head. Yeah, or gum, chewed gum. If you, and he is, his nose seems to be uh, like he is near, very near to the coffee, as if he is drinking it from a beautiful fountain. Um, 
right below that, we have uh, food being served on a skateboard deck. Yeah. And I have to say... It looks like... I would send it back. Yeah. I would I would say, get this out of here and bring yeah. this to me on a goddamn plate. I, that yeah. is revolting. Yeah. Uh, cups. Uh, oh, sticking out of a stone. Uh, oh, I like the Ferris wheel, the fried Ferris wheel. Oh, I like the fried Ferris wheel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I very good. much like the fried yeah, Ferris wheel. That's pretty good, actually. Yeah. Off, off the table. Yeah. Yeah, lots of the yeah. lots of slate. I mean, there's. I guess slate is a slate's a combo, oh cutting board and thing. a basket. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and a yeah. I see. That's very nice. This is the greatest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> my fury, my fury at the pound the pond. This a, a, graveyard restaurant is uh is assuaged. Yeah. So if you is go, Ju- to- is Julian assuaged by this? Um, <laughs> we want like plates. <laughs> Uh huh. <laughs> Legos. Yeah, bread right. basket made of Legos. Yeah, it's nice. Oh, the syringe. It's good. Yeah. I heard uh, there was a great anecdote on a. I may have told this before in a, uh, t- a tech podcast I listened to where uh, uh, two guys were eating in a restaurant and uh, one was from outside America, from somewhere in Europe. And they delivered, they all ordered like, uh, you know, fajitas. Um, and as is the norm now, they were brought to you on a sizzling skillet. Oh, that's been the norm since about 1983. Yeah. So the, the, the debut of the fajita, I think, is 1983. You get the, you know, you get the tortillas, you get the ingredients, um, and then you get the sizzling meat, and then you assemble your fajita. And the European guy, was utterly bewildered like by this and he turned to his companions and said why do i have to do this <laughs> <laughs> and i had never thought of that yeah. <laughs> but now yeah. now i think it every time i see that yeah am i getting paid for this why am i i thought well, that's, that's pay- that's, that's, I, I like i like doing a little bit of the work yourself like you get a you get a bowl of pho yeah you got to put the, you know, you put the stuff in. You put yeah, the, yeah. The mung beans and the jalapenos well, and the, but the cilantro. Point, but the reason for that Basil. is that those are not. That's that's your McDLT situation where you want to keep the hot side hot and the cool side cool until eating time, right? I mean, not that the McDLT was a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> I'd forgotten about the McDLT. Oh, fantastic! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or uh, or a hot pot situation. Yeah, now that I like. Where they're just bringing you some raw meat and some veggies and and turning the fire on the the oil, then you got to do the rest. Yeah, and that and that's that's the hot pot is kind of hearthy. I think you're really paying for the cleanup. <laughs> it's hot, it's a hearthy meal. <laughs> it's, it's a hearthy meal. Yeah, <laughs> paying for the cleanup at that point. Yeah, yeah, you really are. Yeah. Uh, I can't think of many other things you have to assemble yourself at the table. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, man. Like a MacGyver-themed restaurant. <laughs> where not only do you have to do do some of the work at your table, but you're you're on a timer. Yeah. And if you don't if you don't uh you know, make the food yourself in time, it blows up. 
<laughs> yeah, okay. You don't want exploding food? I don't. I don't. I, don't. I was just, I, I took a moment there to, to what just think food, through the implications of it. What food would you like least to explode? <laughs> a meat? You get, a you vegetable? Get to, a cake? You get to pick only one thing from the MacGyver think, menu that won't yeah. explode. What? What is the one... What one food do you want least to explode in front of you? Yeah, that's an important question. I would think. I would think. Uh, um, uh, probably oysters or the escargot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The minimal mess. Petite. Ex- you know, uh, you, bombs. You want to the uh, you want to make sure that. Uh, the thing that explodes does not have the potential for uh, shards. A chocolate mousse, maybe. Chocolate mousse. Could chocolate de- mousse. That can definitely explode. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't mind having a little chocolate mousse blasted directly into my mouth. No. Or everything's everywhere. <laughs> Lick it off your shoulder. <laughs> you look, like look like a bird preening itself. Yeah. <clears throat> After after a light spring storm. <laughs> so uh, any uh, any noteworthy uh, any noteworthy dining in your life, Ed? Oh, oh! I I broke one of my rules this week. Which one? So we've been we've been, we've been uh, doing the drywall with the the in laws here, right? Been finishing up, and we uh, see Friday we did a bunch of work and. Uh, and then my father-in-law wanted to take me and Oscar out to, to lunch because uh, he was over. And so we went to the New Deal Cafe, which I, I like very much. It's near our, near our house. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got a little play area for kids. And it was, uh, it was 11 o'clock, 11.30. Uh, I'd, I'd been up early, but I, Oscar and I had had pretty good breakfast. Uh, my father-in-law had said he'd had it, you know, hadn't slept very well the night before. He'd gotten up really early. He'd had breakfast, but uh, hadn't had a good breakfast. And so we sat down at the same table, and uh, I had a BLT, nice, which is a lunch item, and is one of my very favorite things on That's earth. That's a good thing. Just let me interject here. How, how much variation do you allow in a BLT? How how much variation do you think is permissible? I would um, like them to be standardized. Yeah. Um, I would like people to take pride in their BLT. <laughs> okay. I think I think it, the the needs <laughs> you, to be. T- you want them to include. Right. You want them to include the most important ingredient. Yeah, I need to be pride. toasted. It needs to be toasted just right. A BLT, P. <laughs> Bacon, lettuce, tomatoes. And pride. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, you know, um, the, I think I think needs to, the bread needs to be toasted. Yeah. Not every not everybody toasts it, or they lightly toast it, uh-huh. or over toast it. I think uh, <laughs> I think wheat bread is probably best for a BLT. I would agree with that. But whatever, it's fine. It shouldn't be sourdough. It'd be all right, but it's not. The minimal focus on the bread just needs to be toasted. Um, I don't oppose. Uh, cutting off of the crust, um, really? But I don't care. All right. Uh, there needs to be mayonnaise, the right amount of mayonnaise, mm-hmm. not too much, and not shit mayonnaise. Okay. Um, there needs to be lettuce. Lettuce should be crisp. Um, 
it shouldn't should what if, be what if the mayo what if a spring in, mix what if be, instead of your basic hellman slash best foods you get a little garlic aioli on there will you object object to that is it too fancy for a blt it's too fancy but it could be it's all right um there should be bacon there should be enough bacon not too much all right there should be you know proportionate i think roughly i think somebody could weigh them somebody could have put them on a scale and mm-hmm. weigh um whatever the right proportion is from tomato lettuce and bacon it might be might be equal mm-hmm. i don't know maybe that's too much lettuce but the lettuce should be a full leaf of lettuce instead of like a little spring mix or a little babies or you know no spinach in there agreed it should be you know, a few big things of iceberg lettuce is fine or, or romaine or whatever but nothing should be crisp. A lot yeah. of the structure of a BLT should come from the from the lettuce. So not even um, not even uh, what the hell is it called? Not green leaf. What's the other kind of lettuce? It it like it, a butter lettuce. Yeah, not that. Not that. It's got to be crispy. Crispy. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think the tomato should should have like the seeds in it. It should be goopy, like a kind of a goopy tomato, mm-hmm. a meaty tomato slice in there. And uh, it should be, you know, it should be a toothpick. Okay. But 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 the variation is is, is wide, wide variation on BLTs. So was your it really? Uh, it's, it's a thing you should make yourself. But when ordered, it should be approximately what you would make yourself. It shouldn't be any fancier than a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. It should be satisfying. Okay. Um, Did the one at the that you had at the New Deal Cafe please you? No, oh, fact, it's not a it's not a good lunch place. It's a good breakfast place. Now. But but here's here's where I broke the rule. All right, I'm not sad about the BLT. It was fine. I ate every bit of it. Okay. Well, actually, most of the bacon went to Oscar. Okay. But, um, Phil and Oscar had breakfast. Yeah. And you didn't. Breakfast and lunch at the same table. I'm opposed to it. Oh, that's right. I don't think I don't think people should have. Big storm just rolled up. Yeah, I can I hear the that, wind. Yeah, I don't think you should have different meals at the same time. I think it's fine to have breakfast for lunch, breakfast for dinner, yeah. dinner for breakfast. I don't give a fuck. But you shouldn't have them at the same time. <laughs> Two people or multiple people at a table should should be agreed. I've, you know, I've ranted about this. But you you were outvoted. You were you you were in at a table with two breakfasts and you were you were going lunch. But it was lunch time and I, I count I mean Oscar, the kid's a kid, it's a four year old. He 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 doesn't know what mm-hmm. he's exempt from the rule. Sure. Um I should I should have I should, it was lunchtime, but I should have gone breakfast. Yeah. Well you could have gone with like e- eggs and toast. And I shouldn't that- have tried to force I shouldn't have tried to force my father in law to have lunch when he wanted breakfast. Yeah. Seventy five years old. That would be a, <laughs> that would Did be you hard try to, Did you try? It would be hard to explain the rule to him. <laughs> did you try to make him? No, of course not. No, all right. I should have gone breakfast and I would have been happy with breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> but I felt I felt like I, I felt uh, I felt kind of bad about it. As uh, ethic I breached some personal ethics. Yeah. But uh, I'm but sorry. Yeah, people can do what they want, also. But yeah. I, you know, no, I, I'm so, I'm sorry you went through that due to, yeah. due to your Thanks. own Thank you. your own Thank stupid decision. I appreciate I appreciate that. <laughs> that's been the fab. That's in the. I think that's the only real dining. I'm sure I hit a food cart uh, uh, a couple times. We go. I hit a a, a nice uh, um, uh, 
some uh, taco taco wagons yeah. this week. That uh, sounds but good. it's been a long time since I've listened to the Young Fresh Fellows song <laughs> and album Taco Wagon. <laughs> yeah, I like Taco Wagon. Yeah. <laughs> I think the full the full uh, lyric is Taco Wagon, right? I believe that the the lyrics go uh something like that, yeah. yeah. Uh, taco Wagon. And then uh, a little later on in the song they shout uh, Taco Wagon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a good tune. Yeah. I'd forgotten good all band. about it. Well, spin, I mean, uh, give it, give it a spin. I'm going to link to it. Yeah, uh, yeah. That's all. That's all I got, man. I gotta, um, I gotta drive, drive my children around all day to various different places that they need to go. Very good. Um, both of them old enough to drive a car, but uh, yeah. unlicensed. Yeah, for complicated reasons, in- yeah. including the trauma induced by in one of them. At having run my car into a tree, yeah, and permanently dented it. It's a little uh, car shy. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't care about that. But um, I mean, the car wasn't seriously damaged, but uh, but he, it was, it was rough for him. Yeah, he hasn't That's been scary. back in a car since. Has he been behind a wheel or been in a? He's as a passenger. Oh no, no, no! He's he's been in a passenger. <clears throat> yeah. But uh, no, I think I actually I think we did go one more time after the after the denting incident. But he it was it was very upsetting for him. He's he because what he what he did was he hit the gas instead of the brake, and then I, I and that's that's how he hit the tree. And I was you know when we got in, <laughs> we got in the next time. I was like, now remember, <laughs> keep your uh, keep your foot sort of lightly on the gas pedal, even when you're not pushing it down and then when you stop you move over to the brake and he, he just kept kept doing it he kept hitting the, the wrong thing uh, well, it's hard to see it's hard to see you know yeah hard to see down there there should be a a visual it just reminds me of how of how much of my daily like phys- physical inhabitation of the world is just you know rote muscle memory um yeah. And I forget what it was like to not know how to do things like fry an egg yeah. or drive a car. Yeah. High heat for an egg. Yeah. Need high heat or it's going to stick. It reminds me I I got to I got to yell at uh I got to yell at the good folks at uh um La Cruzette about my my damaged skillet. Yeah, you haven't you haven't take, taken I, care I, of that yet? Yeah, I haven't taken care of that. I gotta do it. I, I gotta, gotta, I gotta take care one. of it. Go take care of it right now. All right, all right. I'll do it. I'll okay. Do it. All right. I'll go do the things I have to do too. <laughs> all right. Have a, all right. have have yourself a, a good Sunday afternoon, my friend. All right. Bye, John. Later. Are you hungry for lunch? Well, then let's have lunch. Do you want some lunch? Well, then we'll give you some lunch. Do you have a hankering for lunch? Then come to lunch Cause it's time for lunch Box with John. That's right It's time for lunch Box with John.